Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortuna's podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. We called it Navigating Parental Relationships. Interestingly, we've got a guest today on the podcast and in a minute I'm going to let her introduce herself because um, herself and I are going to be talking through this topic so it's important that you know who's talking to you, right? I think it's also a very interesting and important topic for us to look at because each and every one of us have come into this world through two people, right? Whether known or unknown, two people have come together and we've been birthed through them. And if we are trying to live lives that are pleasing and glorifying to God, it means that we have to honor these people because the Bible does call us to honor our parents, our mothers and our fathers, and it attaches a condition. It says, so that our days might be long. So it's very important that we learn, should I say the art or the science, or both of them, behind you know, these parental relationships and ensure that we are doing this right, you know, that we don't get to a place where we just feel like, well, I'm an adult now, I should be able to make decisions for myself, do what I want, and all of that. While myself and the guests will be talking more from an African slash Nigerian perspective, a lot of the points I will be sharing is applicable in all situations, whether African, whether Nigerian, and so please stay tuned. I know that the bulk of the listeners of the podcast, you know, are African, um, you know, however, even if you aren't, there is so much that you can learn from this. So I'm going to hand over now to our guest, um, who's going to introduce herself, and then we'll take it up from there. So over to you. Hi, everyone. My name is Paula, actually Paula Folua. I'm a Yoruba girl. Paula Folua <laughs> means give honor to God. That's my name. Come on. <laughs> I'm a student. I'm currently studying full time. I'm in law school, um, which I'm absolutely loving because I love to study. I love education. <laughs> I love knowledge. Um, I am a passionate lover of Jesus. Like I love the Lord. I love to serve God's people and, and you know and God's house. I'm really passionate about people and developing people, um, and just being there, being a friend um, to people. So speaking of friendship, I am friends with Ruby. <laughs> she is a near and dear one to me, and I'm just glad to be here today. I'm really looking forward to having this conversation. Exciting! Woo-hoo. Thank you so much, Paula. <laughs> you know, for just agreeing to be here and just talking through this because obviously it does require a level of openness and vulnerability so so for agreeing to you know do that here we're really really grateful thank and you for having me <laughs> well i said we're friends we're not actually friends but she's like the celebrity and i'm like the fangirl you like i'm always fangirling her like oh my god i know stop i know that. stop that i'm a <laughs> fan of you girl please anyways without further ado um we're going to get right into it um but i thought that before we start sharing the points to navigating these parental relationships it's important that you know, we kind of give you background as to our parents, their parenting styles, and, you know, maybe that would help people understand a bit better where our points are coming from, mm-hmm. right? So myself and Paula are going to say just a little bit on our parents as well as their parenting styles, and then we'll get to the points. So Paula, do you want to go oh. first? Or? <laughs> I, I think you should. I should go <laughs> first. It's All right, podcast, that's fine. So okay. Um, okay, so yeah, I would just start by saying that Thankfully, I didn't grow up in the typical African or Nigerian household. Mm. You know, I had parents who were quite, I would say, free. Mm. You know, they weren't as strict as a lot of things I hear about African and Nigerian parents. You know, and I don't say this with any kind of pride. I have God to thank 
you know, for it. And there's several reasons why, you know, parents are strict or not strict or breathing down your neck or not breathing down your neck, you know, and that would vary. And a lot of the points that I'll be sharing today is applicable in all situations. Um, but I would say that I grew up in a home that was very, very interesting. And I'll say that even though it appears that they weren't strict, I still had, you know, clashes with my parents. There were certain issues and I'm not an only child. I've got three siblings and I've seen their relationship with my parents as well. And I've seen areas where they clashed and had issues. And mm-hmm. so that is why, you know, it is from this experience and knowledge that we're going to be talking about how I have learned to navigate my relationship with my African parents, right? <laughs> and thinking about it, <laughs> if they weren't that strict and I still had challenges, I imagine, mm-hmm. you know, someone listening to this podcast who does have a really strict parents mm-hmm. and their parents are really, really overbearing, you know, you probably have even more challenges, Absolutely. you know, than I do. You know, however, I really believe that the points shared today are, like I said, applicable, you know, regardless of the level of strictness, the mm-hmm. level of overbearing, you know and all of that so i think yeah that's what i would say for my background i'm just looking to left for that you know say me on her side yeah and that's very interesting because i would say that i have enjoyed a similar blessing of having parents that i i think our home was far from like the typical nigerian home that i care about Mm -hmm. where we actually had a friendship with my parents mm. i remember people would come and spend time with us um and they would be like it feels like a house of siblings mm-hmm. like the parents were children we all feel like siblings at the same time somehow there was respect because don't try <laughs> that's don't my dream household kind of, don't try it don't try my dad don't try my mom but there was a friendship that was there and that's what i remember but there were boundaries some mm. hey joking when my dad comes you hear that car pulling up outside the house Everybody you better arranged. grab your math textbook <laughs> and adjust yourself <laughs> you know so like there was there was reverence there mm. was this is my parent like there were rules there was there was curfew there mm-hmm. was all of that yeah. but somehow beneath all of that there was friendship where yeah. it's like because i remember like <laughs> when you would get those letters from boys at school oh my days. I know, those days <laughs> somehow i would bring those home and be able to read that with Sweet. my parents yeah. and we would laugh like yeah. we would and that's far from the laugh. norm for a lot I'd, of people i want to tell my friends that like you're joking mm-hmm. your dad and mm-hmm. he would we would be driving to school and he'd be like oh, oh is it that, that one, one? <laughs> And he was like, we joke about things like that. And these are the things that I treasure and I'm so thankful for. And I look forward to being that parent, you mm. know. But I, I'm, I'm, I acknowledge the fact that it's not everyone's experience. Um, it's not. So, you know, and I, and I do have a lot of friends who have grown up in not the same circumstances. So I'm exactly. looking forward to, you know, with you being able to talk about how do you navigate those situations mm-hmm. that are not, you know, mm-hmm. the ideal, I guess, in a sense. True. And how do you make the most of that kind of situation? True. Yeah. True, true. Thank you so much, um, Fola, for that background. And, you know, for anyone listening to this who probably, you know, is on the other end of the stick, yeah. kind of like growing up in a home where your parents were literally the typical African parents, you know, whether educated or uneducated, whether cultural or traditional or not, I really still hope you stay tuned because, like I said, we also navigated through challenges with our parents, despite how easy, yeah. you know, that they have been or are. You know, so this is going to be applicable to them. So myself and Paula are going to be sharing about three points each within yeah. ourselves. And yeah, we really hope that this, you know, reaches you and blesses you yeah. in some way, right? So the first point that I would say when it comes to navigating um parental relationships 
this to remind yourself constantly that there is no manual for them mm. right and i think this is so important because it is so easy to sit in the judgment seat mm. for your parents because because they're your parents you think they should know better you're just mm. like fam you're a parent <laughs> right <laughs> but i keep thinking when they had you you know whether you're a titi or you're an ife <laughs> or you're a shalom or you're, you're a david or you're a ruby <laughs> You know, it's not like when you were born, you know, they handed in a manual and say, this manual is for Ruby. Ruby is going to say this and this. This is what you say when she says this. This is what she do when she does this. When she turns this age, this is how you behave. Mm. No. Gosh, yeah. A lot of them learned on the job. Not a lot of them. All of them learned on the job. Yeah. And it's so funny because some of us who have more than one sibling, for every child, they had to navigate you know parenting that child it might appear that you've done it once so you'll be able to do it for every other person but just what if that child is not the same with the other one mm. you know so we need to have you know i think be a bit more gracious mm. towards our parents and you know myself and Fola are not here to advocate you know <laughs> love and support your parents <laughs> regardless you know it might appear like we're on their side yeah but then we've had to sit and think and you know if we're doing it the god way it would mean that we are seeing it through god's perspective yeah so it's so important that we remind ourselves that there was no manual given to them to parenting and a lot of them are doing it to the best of their ability. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. we think about it like that, it will really help us in navigating how we talk to them, how we treat mm. them, how we relate to them. Like I said, whether or not they're illiterate or educated, mm. you know, this would go a really long way. So remind yourself today that your parents, no matter how nice, no matter how friendly, no matter how evil, <laughs> or on time, remind yourself they had no manual. Well, mm. over to you. No, that's so good. And I think that my point just will tag onto that. Alongside what having no manual is also, like you said, they have to do it for like two, every child. three, four, five, however many in your case. They had to do that for every child. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we think, okay, we've done this with the first one now. We have it down. And then the second child is completely yeah, different. Okay. And you're like, wait, what works for this one doesn't work for the other one. So alongside remembering to have grace for the fact that there is no manual, it's also, and I think this will um, relate more to people maybe who have had to deal with um, favoritism with mm. like parents where it's like, they just seem to like this other person more mm-hmm. than me or you know just seeing the change in dynamic um, and, and just feeling like maybe you're not as cared for or as looked after sometimes it just means that maybe they think that you're the stronger kid yeah. like you don't need as much True attention that. as the other one so sometimes maybe it's a compliment to you so well done you, <laughs> you, know, you know it's <laughs> like if, if, if you know if you feel like you're not getting that that same attention as an, and it's difficult i've had it people um it's affected people's self-esteem mm. where it's like i was just the one that was looked over and um, but again just having that grace and remembering that you know they are trying to figure this out for yes. so many different kids um and just sometimes i i always think if you can't really change you know change someone else what you have to change is your reaction True to that, that thing so starting to i guess renew your mind and look within and think mm-hmm. okay if they're leaving me to my own devices and not giving me as much attention maybe it's compliment to the fact that they trust me yeah, to make certain to decisions extent. on my own and so i guess yeah my point is more to the fact that 
again having that growth because i think if you think about your friendship groups right Mm -hmm. you might love them all equally but you treat them differently based on who they are their dynamic as a person so i think if you think about parents like that as well Mm -hmm. they're trying to understand your different traits and trying to do their best to do what what they think each of you need and so i think when we approach it that way it makes that whole topic of favoritism a bit harder to take as children true Mm -hmm. that true that so powerful and i totally agree with you as well um following that point um so moving on to the second point you know my end i think with navigating parental relationships it is very important that you remind yourself that they are also human too Mm -hmm. with emotions word (laughs) i mean some of us are so quick to call our moms when we have the slightest inconvenience like mommy like the fan is not coming on or the sun is shining too hard today you know you know because they're parents so you just feel like they should have a solution to every problem and it's so weird i saw it in my house a lot where something will be wrong and all my siblings will sit down right none of us can find a solution and the only solution is let's tell mommy like Mm. that's the solution like Mm. let's go and tell our mom Mm. and then we forget as well she's a human being she probably has the same capacity both emotionally and mentally Mm. and she probably has thought about all the things that we thought about you know but half the time it's where she came up with the solution and i do agree that there's a grace you know on our parents for certain things however it will help to remind ourselves that they are also human and they have emotions you know when we have those clashes with them and you know maybe they lash out you know i think it's so important that we learn to give them benefits of doubt as hard as hard as that might be you know when your parents act in a way that is quote-unquote irrational Mm. make excuses for them you know maybe they had a horrible day at work maybe this happened and you know the truth is that maybe some of our parents are not even humble enough to come back and say you know i'm sorry i acted out of line you know Mm. what happened you know but as christians god just teaches us you know you you make excuses for them whether or not an apology comes yeah yeah okay and 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 you just learn to you know just navigate through life and you remind yourself that you'll be a parent one day Mm -hmm. you know the same hand that you wish to them somebody another child will come and wish to you my mom always used to say it on me she used to say whenever i mess up she'd be like i didn't kill my mother you can't kill me kind of thing so it's your mom's (laughs) you get it it's just a reminder it's almost like a circle Mm. right so the same grace that you extend to them you know your child one day is going to extend that same grace to you so remind yourself that you know she has emotions he has emotions and i need to be considerate of that i think there was one point in my life where i felt like my mom was getting a little angry that my siblings and i were going out too much and you know Mm. trying to get to her and i realized that the only reason why she was getting that angry is because she wanted us to spend more time with her Mm. and that was valid right yeah. i mean she's a friend she doesn't want to always be alone she doesn't always always want us to be out with our friends yeah. she wanted time with us as well and mm. you know that was her way of expressing that to say oh, that i want time with you guys you know stop going out too yeah. much you know so we need to be more <laughs> emotionally intelligent in mm. dealing with our parents mm. you know let's not just always judge them as we should know better sometimes mm. they do not know better and yeah. it's fair to extend the hand of grace yeah. <laughs> to them <laughs> so yeah i'll hand over to Fala for her second point that's so good just thinking about you know about what Ruby was saying one of my friends used to say how, how does an african parent tell you their sorrows when yeah. they offended you they'll be like come and eat <laughs> that's literally like, oh, have you eaten yeah, have you eaten and you're like no i don't want it um but you know like like ruby said they, they, they're human beings you know and it really helps that sensitivity so that brings me to my second point which is they're not the enemy no <laughs> and not. i 
I think that it just changes everything when you're with a cunt and, and just think, okay, first of all, we're on the same team. True and that. if you have to say that to yourself, because sometimes before some conversations, you think, we're on the same team, we're yes. on the same team. So you're not going in, like, going on the offense, mm. you know, like, oh, I'm going to fight. Just think about it as, these are my parents. Yeah. First of all, they want the best for me. Sometimes they act out maybe from the anxiety of mm. maybe they don't feel like you're making the right decision. And because of that, it comes across as they just don't want me to live my life. They just don't. True. But at the end of the day, they're just anxious. They need to have a good mm-hmm. future to make the right choices. Um, so I think when you remember that they are not the enemy, mm-hmm. it helps. It diffuses a lot of tensions yeah. actually in conversations, you yeah. know, when because if, if they're shouting and you're shouting and then nobody's the wiser oh and, no God, one's and, and then you storm away no no nothing has been achieved True really that. and then you know relationships start start to break down or mm. deteriorate so i think just approaching things from a place of we are on the same team and then i think that then changes how you pray for them because funny enough we pray about a lot of things but sometimes we don't pray about or for our parents you know we talk a lot about our mental health as young people but when we add whatever pressures we're 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 experiencing add on to that for our parents yeah or the children they then have to think about and deal with um, alongside careers and all the other things and everything else really um so you know when when you think about first of all you're on the same team you get to pray for them mm-hmm. and you know there's something i always think about when you're praying for someone your heart is soft yeah. towards them it does something to your heart I agree. so when you're going in in the conversation even when tensions are rising mm. because this is somebody that you pray for and yeah. i even say this to somebody that will say but you haven't met my parents honestly try prayer it works always it works honestly just start to pray for them and it might just change the way you approach conversations with True. them and when it when your mind changes mm. you will start to see a change in conversation flow in the dynamic in the way you relate yeah so true gosh that is so powerful for that honestly (laughs) and i really think i mean even if that's the only point you go away with today learn to pray for Mm. your parents right whoever they are whatever they do and i'm not taking it for granted i'm not going to assume that every parent actually wants what's best for their child because fact is not every parent wants what's best for their child for one reason or the other However, even if they don't want what's best for you, what do we remind ourselves? We are Christians. We will do it as God wants us to. And so if God wants us to honor them, sometimes we honor them even with distance, right? You know, just to avoid any kind of, you know, clash that is caused from their end. Mm. You know, know, because I know some people who have cut ties with their parents because they've actually tried to attack them diabolically. Like it actually happens, particularly in Africa. You know, we hear all kinds of things where people can, use their children as sacrifice lord god ha- like lord have mercy fam. <laughs> oh, wow. you know it's it's, it's 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 crazy to think about you know but it's some people's reality and we can't mm. take that from mm. them mm. um yeah so prayer prayer always works like prayer what i said key, let's, pray, let's, let's pray some more for our parents yeah. let's remember to cover them some more mm. and it's moving on to my last point um you know on navigating parental relationships I think it's very important that you remind yourself that your parent is a product of their environment and culture. Snatch this, fingers. <laughs> this is so powerful. Mm. This is so powerful. Mm. I have a friend whose um, dad doesn't believe that girls should be driving. And, you know, for me, it is so, so foreign because, you know, I mean, 
right out of secondary school, my parents actually begged me to go and learn how to drive because, mm. you know, you are, you are getting old. They don't want to be paying for driver <laughs> or they don't want to be paying money with, um, yeah. you know, Uber and all of that. So it, it, for, for different parents, it's a different mindset with yeah. different backgrounds. And it's not their fault. Mm. It's not. This is how they've grown. This is how they've known to be true and right. And so if they have not encountered knowledge that has made them challenge their way of thinking, they are rooted in their convictions. Unfortunately and unfortunately, maybe you're the child in that home, but God is challenging you to actually still trust, Mm. you know, that, you know, I'm going to help you navigate through the situation as difficult as it seems, Mm. right? So when you remind yourself that, I think it helps us to understand their backgrounds, Mm. understand their culture, understand the way they're thinking, and then walk through that right so if you're you know someone in that home who your dad doesn't believe that women should be driving you can honor him in that but the time that you are in his house you mm. know when you get married you start driving you don't just want a kid so you outrightly disobey him mm. and a clash starts i think in that case you just find that god will give you forbearance yeah. god will give you endurance yeah. god will give you patience yeah. God will fill your heart with love, irregardless mm. of the fact that it is inconvenient. Yeah. You know that there's a glory to be revealed. Come I always on, say that to myself. On. There's always a glory to be Free revealed. Kisses. Right? So, yeah, always remind yourself, you know, they're, they're also products of their environments and cultures. And it's also a call for us to challenge ourselves that we have come from backgrounds and cultures that have said this and that doesn't make it true. Mm. You know, as we encounter different levels of knowledge, we change, we are transformed. That's the whole purpose of knowledge, to be changed and transformed. So never get to a point where you are unteachable because mm. you are so convicted in your truth and say you don't want to change. Let's not make the same mistakes that our parents made, guys. Mm. Come on. Mm. So I hand over to Paula for her last point. Mm. Ah, that is so good, honestly. I think it's so easy to like to just be disobedient. We love it. We're like African parents be like African parents yes. be like Oh my like, god, sweet up you catch your shade. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not shading. Don't come for me. I'm not shading anybody. But I said I've been I've done it. I've even yes. I'm speaking to myself. We're all guilty. Um but I think I, I love I love what you said here mm-hmm. because I was in a conversation with my dad just last week and I just I just was in awe. I said to him, I was like, you look nothing like where you've come from mm-hmm. because when you start to understand the context in which some of our parents grew up, yeah. there was no blueprints, there was no like nothing. the day and age in which they grew up, like they was your your child you're meant to be seen and not heard you know Mm -hmm. there was there was none of that so even them bringing us to this level for them is Mm -hmm. progress so you know sometimes you need to celebrate the baby steps yes i totally agree yeah yeah no i love what you said i think my final point there's uh, there's still there's so much i want to say but i think my final point is probably would be be the kind of child that you would love to parent Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think in that I guess that that's speaking to empathy, which is something that we've spoken about yep. quite a lot today. Um when when you ask your friend and be like, Would you wish a child ask yourself and be like, Would you wish yourself on yourself as a parent? So like, because sometimes generally let's not lie, we've all acted out yes. in that you'll be like, I wouldn't want to be my own parent right yeah. now and you know, in the place where I am. So I think even just checking ourselves as well, and definitely as much as parents, they can do a lot, but I think it's important for us to first of all just check ourselves as well and yes. make sure that 
our reactions and our attitudes sometimes mm. is coming from a place of you know honoring and our love, parents yeah. and love let that stance let the position let the default setting mm. be loved so that when you then come even when you're in a situation with a parent like Ruby said that's far from ideal yeah. you are very much coming from a place of I will maintain my own stance yeah. and integrity I will not go beneath this standard mm. of God that like even if you're testing me yeah you're testing my life I insist on honoring by force <laughs> you will get this honor you will collect your honor today you receive it you know and it's difficult it and is. it's not easy no but cap. like with anything that we are called to do in this Christian it's an upside down kingdom it you know is. we always say that like everything about our faith it almost goes against logic yes where you submit your pride and your flesh and all you of say, it no matter what you know I've heard people say but you don't know my friends they don't deserve the honor yeah. people have said things like that before but it's okay we don't deserve grace no we, we don't, don't deserve God the blood gave of Jesus. It. we don't deserve any of that but he gave it so sometimes just remember rem- remembering and reminding yourself that this is who I would be yeah. and I'm not going, I'm not shifting. So try Powerful. me today. <laughs> I Powerful. Yeah. I love that, Paula. <laughs> like that was such a wonderful way to like conclude the point. And from that, I'm just taking, I must honor you. I By must <laughs> honor you, honestly. And, you know, I think it takes the spirit of God, you yeah. know, on a lot of these issues where, you know, you even do something and the spirit of God convicts you. You shouldn't mm. have said this. Go mm. back and apologize mm. or do this differently. So you know, so I don't believe that we can actually navigate parental relationships without the help of the Holy Spirit. No way. And I think that's one point that we should definitely take away, reminding ourselves that the Spirit of God enables us to live a supernatural life. Mm-hmm. So things that wouldn't happen naturally, like your emotions always want to shine through, your parents are actually being irrational, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit is just there like, yes, you're being irrational, yeah. but yeah. how about you be the rational one? Word. <laughs> you know? Word. Yeah, that's, that's, that is what the Holy Spirit does yeah, for us. Yeah. And myself and Paula aren't just you know, saying or doing this podcast because we're the perfect kids or right. we don't have a problem with our friends. My mom might listen to this and go, wow, <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I do understand. I don't believe it. You, you get it. You know, we're just doing this because we do realize that, you know, a lot of people in our generation are going through a lot of issues with their parents. Mm. Um, but it's important that we truly honor and love them mm. because this is what God has called us to, right? And yeah. we must obey god we must obey the bible that's our manual that's our standard um as christians so like i said initially we're not going to pretend like every other person came from you know the ideal home or the home where their parents were not strict or their parents were educated because that is far from the truth but what we are trying to say is irregardless of what your peculiar situation is Mm. it can be navigated the right way okay and that way is love and honor Mm. that's what god calls us to and that is what we will stick with so myself and Paula just agree with you in faith and with prayer and yes, we just pray yes, anyone who's yes. currently going through, you know, a really tough time mm. with their parents or whatsoever reason, we just mm. wish peace yes. over the situation yes, and we pray for wisdom for you to navigate it without hurting anyone and mm. particularly without hurting God, yes, you know, Lord. because, you know, if you dishonor your parents, you are hurting God. Mm. <laughs> we just trust that mm. God is going to help you. Mm. Um but yeah, just a shout out to Fola, you know, for agreeing to be on the <laughs> podcast and just sharing with us the way you do. So thank you so much, Fola. It was amazing, thank you know, you talking with me. you, um, you know, on this topic. And I'll speak to you next week. This is Watchman Podcast, navigating life and relationships. Love, love and, light. and light. Bye. Do you want to say love and light again, Fola? <laughs> okay. Go on. Love and light. <laughs>